Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. We're a family that gets together every Tuesday or Wednesday, which is today. Today is Wednesday. To play a rousing game of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Derek. I'll be your dungeon master for the evening. And here is my family. We're going to start from oldest to youngest this time. Wonderful. That's great. <laughs> oh, why did the youngest start? I guess she's going to start. Go ahead. <laughs> exactly. So I'm stealing the spotlight. <laughs> Yes, you are. Hello! It's actually kind of fitting because I'm a bard and my name's Clef and I'm not Ghostslinger because I can't murder anything. This is terrible. <laughs> I mean, I can't. It's kind of hard. You are tiny. Exactly. All right, Tiffy, you're in the middle. I am Awen, the dragonborn lady. That smites things. Paladin. Yeah, paladin. That's it. <laughs> Smitey Smiter! I will smite you, oh smitey smiter one. <laughs> and then last is Dad. Yes, and I am Neem. I am just a caveman kind of guy with a giant axe walking around making havoc and trying to save the world. But anyway... And cloven feet! And mm. cloven feet, like a horse. Last time, we met this giant shadowy character standing in the doorway with lightning bolts coming from his mouth. We're not quite sure what we're going to do with him. Yeah, that's your notes. That's where last time started. Doesn't look good for us. Oh, are we preparing for battle? Is that where we are? Looks like it. Well, last time you all started, I think, heading towards a village by the glacier, or maybe you were already there. We were already at the village. We're headed to the island in the middle of the lake, no? We were. I'm not 100% sure. It's been a minute since we played. Actually, yeah, I oh, think you were there. Uh, Awen had failed her, 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 I'd say failed, was suffering from an out-of-body experience when we started, and then she miraculously snapped out of it like it was no big deal and saw that there were lights from inside the glacier in the middle of the lake. And then heading that way, you guys got there, and Awen could kind of see this two worlds at the same time thing was going on, right? Because you could see the temple in the Shadowfell mm -hmm. and the glacier that you were climbing up. Kind of looks like this. Whoa. Oh, your dad's got colored in his pictures now. Merlin's journal is going to be great by the time we get to this episode. Ah. You can find more of Merlin's journal at dndtonight.com. Going to plug Maybe. myself there. I mean, I plugged you on my Discord, so... I need to start a D&D Tonight Twitter account and get people tweeting at us. Or, like, five people. Let's see, what happened after that? Oh, yes! You started climbing up. The Aarakocra had helped you across the lake in some canoes that they use for ceremonial purposes mm -hmm. when newcomers come to the village. And they were going to stay and watch the canoes waiting for you as you climbed up the side of this glacier, which, when you got to the top of it, Neem and Clef also saw to be a temple. And the world kind of went gray around you. And the world went gray! As a purplish-black lightning bolt came streaking towards you. Everyone roll me an initiative roll. Gosh da darn da you, da you da are... Da 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 da. Why do you always go for It's because she's made of Pokemon. Oh, jeez. I mean, so am I, so I can't really say anything. I rolled a five. I got a nine. 
Aren't you fast though, A1? Mm, Thirty. No, I meant 30. like your dexterity is high, so your five becomes a number. Oh, but I thought we were rolling initiative. I only have plus one initiative. Well, what's your dexterity? There's my other box. Oh, you're a paladin. You're not fast anymore. <laughs> no. Wait, are you joking? I'm not Elfie. Wait, 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 wait. We're interrupting oh the podcast. Jessica has a dinner announcement to make. What did you get? Two chicken nuggets. Two whole chicken nuggets. I <laughs> hope everyone in the car is now hungry for some chicken nuggets. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So Name's got 11. With all of his good stuff. Neem comes out with an 11, but A1 has a 6. What did Clef get? That's funny. What? Sheesh. It's just initiative, you realize. Natural 20? Mm-hmm. All right, so it's actually like, what, a 22 or 21, something like that? One of those. All right. Now, we're going to do something different than normal. Roll for rain. Rain? Yep. Is this a 20 also? Uh, the dice? Four. No, I've... Tiffany is rolling for her pet hippogriff, Rain, who decided to come with her. Oh. You said a four? Oh, I four. Well, that's pretty terrible. I basically got this dead backwards. I assumed that Tiffany would be the fastest because she always is. Mm. Maybe I should have bought those dice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> should have bought them dice. But I tested them and they the hated rolls. you. They were also terrible. The rolls were not good. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I got ten both times, so that was interesting. All right, Clef. Oh, wait. I remember what I was doing. Yes, I do remember what I was doing. He's doing something. Oh, God. Well, I have I have plans. Sinister, sinister, evil, evil dungeon master plans. He's going to kill us with his dungeon. Oh, no. I don't. I don't know. I think I think that we're going to solve that that way. Yeah, okay. I was going to give you a thing, but the, the, the dice gods have taken it away from you. Let me look. Hmm. What else is new? <laughs> Where would a hippogriff be? It's still snowing. 140, 184. And the wind is blowing. What do you mean there's snow? We're on an iceberg. Not anymore. We're not? I don't know. No, you're not. Now we're in the temple? Nope. You are standing on top of a temple. So. The temple is Skyfall? No. Hippogriffs have 19 hit points. And as everyone dives out of the way from this magical lightning bolt of purple crackling energy, Rain gets caught unawares and takes 12 points of damage. Oh my god. His fur is, or his feathers are charred. And he cries out, ah! and he rolls into the snow. And he dies. I think so, yeah. No, he doesn't, he doesn't die. He does not die. Uh, he has six hit points left. Sheesh. And it is up to you how you use him in this fight. I was going to let you. Falsified, he has seven. Okay, he has seven hit points left. I thought I said they have 18 and he took 12. He said 19. I was going to let you control Rain in this fight as an independent character, so I'm still going to give you that. He's not unconscious yet, but he did get hit by that crazy lightning bolt that came seemingly out of nowhere. He's not doing so good. <laughs> in front of you, after you have sprung out of the way of the lightning, you can see a building with a partially collapsed ceiling covered in intricate carvings of jungle. 
similar to the wildlife that you saw that was frozen at the edge of the glacial spring. Laid out before the temple building, there are three large statues. They are placed about 40 feet away from each other. You see a cheetah, a crocodile, and a strange lizard that you're not really familiar with. A dinosaur? Mere moments ago, they appeared to be giant chunks of ice on top of the glacier. But now, you can see swirling around you is the snowstorm that was roiling and the wind that was whipping at you as you were climbing up the side of this glacier. It seems to be held off as if it's making a wall and encapsulating you in this area. Standing atop the large lizard statue is a shadowy figure. I'm not happy. Shadow man, shadow man, does whatever a shadow can. (laughs) You know your goal lies within the temple building beyond the courtyard. It is time to fight. Clef. Yes. You're up first. That's that's great. I I hate being up first. I should have rolled a two. (laughs) Well, I can let you hold your action so you can choose to do nothing until something happens. As per usual. (laughs) It's not like I'm really, really weak. It's not like you're made of magical ability that can buff your friends and make them stronger or anything. I want them to suffer! You're really good at that that friends part of friends. Never thought I would say I miss Ghostlinga. <laughs> at least she was useful. Sheesh. Begged me. Everyone on the internet, I want you to know, she literally begged me to be a bard. Hey. To do nothing. I am enjoying it <laughs> because I get to randomly play my ocarina, which I don't have with me. So, Clef, what are you going to do with your turn? Hello, Clef. <laughs> Give me a minute. She's going to study her character sheet closely and see mm. where it says something about bardic inspiration. That's to exactly to what I was about to do. Yeah, I told you. I'm just and I'm narrating for the people that can't see you, just looking through the book, trying to figure out what you're going to do. Here's your um, D6. For inspiration? Yes. You have been... Inspired by the devil. Clef pats Awen on the back and says, You're inspired (laughs) to go defeat that devil. Much better, much better. Much better. Do you want to do anything else? Because that is technically your bonus action. You have a full action left that you can use. Hmm. Oh, I suppose I should specify. This dude is like 100 feet away still. So it's a pretty big distance between you and him. But you could hold your action for if he comes close, or you could move forward and then be like, if my friends come close, or if my friend's going to throw a thing, I'm going to do a thing. You know, whatever you want to do. Or you can do nothing. You're good at doing nothing. Yeah, I'm good at doing nothing, and I'm going to do nothing. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to let you hold an action that will trigger at the end of the round if you want to do anything at the end of the round. Does that sound good? Mm, sure, man. Okay. 
this shadowy figure standing atop the tall lizard statue disappears with a crack of thunder and a lightning bolt screeches forward towards you, landing right at your feet, where the shadowy figure reappears and lashes out at Clef with a five to hit. That's terrible! (laughs) Clef, you don't realize it because you're too busy bantering back and forth with the other party members, and you absentmindedly move out of the way of the lightning-encrusted katana that streaks through the air at you. (laughs) He follows up with another, and it's a ten. Your itty-bitty form is quite difficult to attack. He's... Really bad at this. Neem, it is your turn. Your tininess pays off. <laughs> Sometimes it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> Neem! I'm not sure if he's contemplating his sheet or not. I don't know if he realizes he's Neem. <laughs> I'm trying to think about the lizard and the cheetah and the crocodile. Okay, uh... He's so far away, I don't know. Maybe I should move closer. So, he actually disappeared and reappeared right in front of Clef. So, he's close enough that you could make a swing at him. I'm taking a swing. All right. I'm also going to be uh, a raging barbarian. Is that the right word? Yes, you're going to use your barbarian rage. (gasps) I'm so happy. All right. Let me swing at this character. Roll a d20. Seven. That'd be uh, eight, nine. I think you have more than a two to hit. Oh, I guess plus two for proficiency, plus four for your strength? Uh, yes, let's see, four. Yep. So total of 13. All right, good. Your great axe cuts through his position and slams into the ground where he was just standing as his figure disappears back into lightning and teleports to on top of this cheetah statue. He's about 80 feet away, and you still have your move if you want to chase after him. For those that are listening in the future, the video call has mysteriously ended. Sliced at him. Didn't hit him. That was that was really weird. It just said, the call has ended. And then the thing disappeared and reappeared over there? Can you hear me oh, now? Man. Yeah, we hear you. Okay. Mm-mm. I can't hear him. No? Again. Oh, can't, God. Can't hear me? I hear him. I hear you. Tiffy doesn't hear me. I cannot. All right, I will be I right back. Again, Jeez. I like my colored pencils. My alligator crocodile is going to be green. I think they're brown, though, aren't they? But everything would be brown in that case. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine. I was okay. thinking of what I'm going to say when uh, they come back in to frighten Jessica. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think she can be frightened except for the airplane. I think they're coming back. Okay. Hello! And that's how Ghost Slinger is going to get killed by Zabuza. What? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, okay. I just threw a pencil because of that. Thanks, Derek. You're so nice. <laughs> In the rage! Murdering my child oh. is illegal. So you can hear me now. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Gave the game away. So, 
I think I had just said something to the effect of the guy had lightning bolted away and you still had your move and you said you were going to barbarian rage and go charging after him. Yes, I think this is what he, he said. He wanted to throw a spear, he said. Something along the lines of A javelin. A javelin. I have a javelin throw. I don't believe that you have multi-attack yet because you're not a level 5 barbarian, but I will let you get out your javelin and start running after him to throw in your next turn so you have it ready. He moves around so much. What's the point of chasing him? You don't know if he moves around so much. He came right to you last time. He just moved. Yeah, he came to me, and as soon as I swung at him, he jumped on top of the uh, lizard's head. Cheetah, actually. Cheetah? Okay, cheetah's head. Okay, how far do you move when you run? Half the distance. Are you a 30-foot or 35-foot move? I don't really know. He's 60 feet away, so let's go 30 feet. Okay, you go your 30-feet distance. He's 80 feet away, but now he's only 50 feet away from you. Okay, good. Awen! Hmm. It is your turn. You have just seen a crazy display of magical weirdness. Of Zabuza. Oh, let me let me roll a perception check. Who? Hey, when it's her turn. Okay, I'm just making sure. Okay, fourteen. That's pretty good. Hey, when as this figure disappears off of one statue, appears in front of Clef, swipes at him a couple of times, and then when. Neem goes to strike him back, disappears again, and lightning bolts to the top of the other statue. You see that purplish kind of lightning that was covering this entire courtyard when you first saw this individual kind of crackle and spark down the statue that he's standing on top of. Oh, oh no, that's no good. He's going to awaken that cheetah? Yeah, I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. I don't want that dead. Kill it. Murder it. Yeah, kill it. It's, it's like 80 feet away. I can't get to it. It is like 80 feet away. Yeah, I know. Hmm. I just wanted that over. I don't want it away. We already had to deal with the dinosaur one time, but we didn't. They did, and they're better than us. <laughs> there is a wounded rain standing nearby you. Oh, boy, yeah. I should have healed rain. You dove out of the... <laughs> Well, uh, since I gave you an action that you could use at the end of the round, do you want to do that now? Yeah, that would be nice. I want to heal the stupid thing. The stupid thing. <laughs> the stupid thing. Okay, I am not in the, uh, the best existence. So, roll your heal for rain. I forgot what my heal is. 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. Unless you touch him, in which case, then it expends a level one spell slot of cure wounds, and then it's 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier. I'm going to touch it. Okay. Roll 1d8. A three. Plus uh, three more for your spellcasting modifier, I think. Six. Hey, that was half the damage he took. Yay! True, actually. So, Rain is invigorated with energy standing nearby you, Awen. He looks to you. You're welcome. So if I get on Rain, can I go 80 feet? <laughs> How fast can Rain go? I don't know. Ah, this is all my fault as a dungeon master. I didn't prepare well enough. I should have sent you Rain's character sheet. I don't have a character sheet for Rain. I think up oh, well, there. He just was. I just went past him. There he is. He can go 60 feet. Look at that. 
So the answer is no. Of course, wait. If I do the fire breathing, it reaches 15 feet. <clears throat> Five feet away. We're still not there. So then I can throw the javelin. I think this says it goes 120 feet. Yes, it does. Uh, I think it has disadvantage outside of 30. Is that what that means? 30 divided by... Yeah, so you'll have disadvantage outside of 30, but you can still hit him 120 feet away. But if you're on rain, you'd be within 20 feet, so you wouldn't have disadvantage. Exactly. All right, so then we should javelin him, is the consensus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so my inspiration is only for my first d20 roll, right? Yes, you get to use it one time. Boo. I know, right? It's kind of bad. Just like your rolls. If it's the difference between hitting and missing, then it's pretty good. Hit or miss. Hit or miss, huh? Ten. Ten? You rolled a ten total? Well, what do I add again? Our rolls are really bad. Yeah, what the heck? Everyone's rolls have been really bad. It's not your fault you're disoriented because you're seeing between the planes or something. That's true. My vision is off. (laughs) So... You get to add your strength or dexterity, I think. No, I think javelins might just be strength. Strength to the roll plus your proficiency. Uh, then it's 16. Well, that's much different than 10. It's much better. Okay, so Awen runs over to Rain, who is suddenly not as singed as he was because Clef placed a hand upon his feathered back and healed him. Oh, actually, I forgot about it. I guess Clef dove out of the way off of Rain, because Clef was riding Rain. Anyway, Awen jumps onto the back of Rain. Rain takes off into the air at full speed towards your adversary, standing atop the cheetah statue. And with Rain's speed at your back, you fling a javelin straight into the figure atop the statue. And as the javelin pierces through him, goes out the other side, you see that crackling black energy run down the side of the statue, and the statue begins to crack. Ooh. Roll your damage. Two. <laughs> Plus your strength. Four. So that's six. All right. Oh it's a small crack, but it's started to crack. At least somebody hit him. Thank goodness. I mean, technically, you didn't hit him. No, she did. It went straight through him and out the other side. Yeah, yep. but did it really do anything? <laughs> Thanks a lot. You sit on the sidelines and go, I'm not going to do anything. But the little thing that I managed to do, you're like, mm, you didn't do anything. <laughs> I can't really do anything. Uh. It's not my fault. Clef screams, I can't do anything. Clef, it's your turn. You better figure out something to do. Ah, that's great. Um, I'm gonna waltz over there. Oh yeah, you're all alone, by the way, at this point, because Rain yeah. and and Awen have flown off at full speed there out front, and then Neem is like halfway there already. So you're just kind of standing at the edge of this vortex of swirling black and white snow. Yeah, I'm gonna waltz my way over there. Okay, you waltz your full twenty-five feet. Uh huh. All right, you waltz 25 feet trudging through this snow and debris that is atop this temple. I can just imagine him doing an Egyptian dance as he walks. He's just like, 
The entire time. So, do you want to do anything else? I, I, no. You, you could hand out another inspiration. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's throw another D6 at somebody. You gonna inspire Rain or Neem? I need inspiration. That's a debate. (laughs) I'm up next, so. That is true. And you're already halfway there, but they're already up there. Well, no. Awen's already inspired. Yeah, so I'm debating and inspiring the bird. Okay, I'll just inspire Neem. Alright, what do you say to Neem to inspire courage within his being? You're a horse! A horse? A horse of another color? You're half horse. Okay. Alright, Neem, from behind you, in the snow, there comes a tiny voice shouting, You're a horse! I believe in you! Nay! Wow, cool. <laughs> you can add 1d6 to any attack if you are close to hitting, but not going to quite make it there on your own. Do you want to use your main action to move again, Clef? You can go 50 feet if you want to, instead of sitting with a prepared action. Name, you mean, right? No, Clef. Oh, Clef, okay. Clef can go 50 feet? If Clef gives up Clef's main action, because Clef hasn't used it yet. Oh, that's right. Sure. All right. You streak past where Neem is trudging through the snow, sprinting, and your tiny little body just goes zipping right by him. Zoom. But unfortunately, Neem, you're not quite right. You're not quite first. What? Confusion. The shadowy figure on top of the pillar. Oh, Goes after everybody. Yes. The, the entire attack. party is decimated and <laughs> dies. It is a party wipe. Everyone must <laughs> now go home. All the adventurers die. <laughs> Sheesh, I didn't know bards were so doom and gloom. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Just me. Yes, yes, they are. They they definitely are. All about the past doom and gloom. Nothing about glory and taking out bad guys and doing heroic deeds. No, no, no. They don't sing about that at all. We just sing about your death. So, the shadowy figure on the pillar will turn from shadow into lightning, and he will teleport across to the... What did I say? Cheetah a bird? Did I say it was a bird? I don't remember what I said the other one was called. I've lost my spot in the book. You did not say there was a bird. Crocodile! We'll teleport across to the crocodile statue on the other side of the entrance to the temple. And from his perch there, catching Awen and Rain off guard, a shadowy orb of Uh-oh. black energy gathers between his hands and he pushes it out towards you, and this quickly moving ball comes flying across the air. Uh-oh. Not good. Not good. Just like my life. Who did you throw it at? The little... No! Oh, he throws it at, uh, towards Rain and Awen. Mm. And Rain and Awen dodge out of the way. I'm assuming a 10 doesn't hit. I probably no. should have buffed his attacks, but he's been rolling pretty terrible. Anyway, the 
black orb of chittering lightning and dark energy zips past Rain's feathers as you dodge out of the way. And a second ball heads out towards Clef, who has taken the lead past Neem. Uh-oh. It burns a hole into the snow at your feet. I have feet. Neem, it is your turn. I have feet. I have feet. <laughs> it's whose turn? My turn? No, it's Neem's turn. Oh. Is anyone yelling anything? Is there crossing this uh, area in front of the temple headed towards these statues? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Apparently everyone is yelling everything all at the same time. It's a whirling <laughs> battleground of fury and anger. And I'm throwing a, oogie a javelin. Oogie boogie. A javelin at this character. Neem closes another 30 feet towards the statues and flings a javelin with all his might. Roll an attack. Two. <laughs> Two. Three. We're going to die! <laughs> what is... Two, four. That's eight total. Terrible. Terrible. We're doing good running through the snow, everybody. We're all rolling bad tonight. No damage for anybody. All right. Besides me! Neem. You fling this javelin. Oh, wait. What am I talking about? You have a D6 of inspiration if you want to use it. All right. Let's use it, please. Do I get my... Do I have to throw a dice? Yeah, you throw a D6 and add it to your roll. I think you said you had a nine, right? Yeah. Is it a regular square dice? Yep. One that's shaped like a cube. A five. Mm. So five and uh, eight is uh, what? Eleven? Five. No, I think you said you had a 9 plus 5 is 14. Okay, cool. Neem, you throw this javelin through the air, inspired by the words of the tiny pixie that has just run past you in the snow. It sails through the air, and it falls short of hitting the shadowy figure, but it slams into the pillar that he is standing on, and you can see that <gasps> black crackling energy burst out across the surface of the statue, and the statue begins to crack. Roll damage. Is that the d20 again? No, I have no idea what a javelin is. Is a javelin a d6 plus your strength? D6. I'll throw a d6, a square one? Yep, square one plus your strength. Four plus strength is uh, eight. A fairly sizable crack runs down the the side of the crocodile that he's standing on, and you can see into the stone now. The stone itself that this, the statue is carved out of is kind of like a sandstone-y, kind of almost terracotta-y kind of color, and you can see inside it, and you're not sure if it was the lightning or if the stone itself is discolored inside, but it appears to be black. Hmm. Black. Hey, when it's your turn, you are upon rain. Okay, and where is he now? He's on which one? He has moved to the other statue that is 40 feet away. So you were, I believe, 20 feet away. He is now 60 feet from you, but you are on rain, and rain can fly 60 feet. All right, then I shall go and shoot him with my fire breath. All right. Rain, goaded into flying at full speed as you hold onto the feathers of his, uh, I guess, neck? Neck? What would that thing be called? His Yes, as you hold onto the feathers of his neck floof, 
feeling the wind flying across your scales and through his feathers. You get close to him, take a deep breath, and your fire (laughs) breath out all over him. Engulfing him and the crocodile statue that he stands upon. Hmm. Wow. Roll damage. Actually, I guess I make a deck save, right? Is that how that works? What? Do I make a deck save for your fire breath? Hmm. What do you think 13 deck save means? Yes. Probably means I make a deck save. Which he's probably going to not fail. Bum, bum, bum. Actually, roll damage. Uh, 2d6s. Hmm. Seven. 2d6 for your fire breath, huh? That's what it says. That's awesome. All right, seven. Why have I not been using this more? Seven damage. Because you can only do it once per short rest, I think. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about that. (sighs) All right. You do seven damage. When the fire clears, it's obvious that he easily moved out of the way of your fire breath. But the statue that he was standing on is melted down and you can see inside it this crackling black stone that seems to be at the heart of the statue. He jumps back up on top. He doesn't look like he's taken any damage, but the statue is definitely worse for wear. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, is right. (laughs) It's Rain's turn. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Can rain attack? <laughs> rain has claws and a beak. Smash the statue! Smash the statue! I should smash the statue? I think those are important. Alright, rain will smash the statue. I think she's right. Alright, roll to attack. What are you attacking, the statue or the guy? The statue. So you tell rain, get the statue. Yes. Okay, roll for rain's attack. 16. <gasps> I'm trying to get back to the page. I probably should put a uh, a bookmark here. Yes, this would be helpful. Wow, he gets plus three on that 16. That's pretty good. Uh, roll a 1d... Oh, actually. What do you want to do? Claws or beak? What, which is better here? Claws. Claws are 2d6 plus three. Beak is 1d10 plus three. Do the beak. 2d6s? Okay. 2d6 plus three is the claws. All right. Oh, you want me to do the beak, you said? Do the beak. Okay, do the beak. All right, roll 1d10 plus 3. Which one's the 10? This one? Nope, that has 11 on it. The 10 is... The 10 looks like... um, This! Literally this! Oh. Yeah, it looks like that. (laughs) Well, we can't see you anymore. Sorry, I have fixed that. (laughs) We rolled a 10! Oh my goodness! Awesome! So, using the momentum that you have built up from charging Rain's full speed across this open terrace in front of the temple, Rain chomps down with his beak on the statue, and you can see that black lightning explode out across it. The figure loses his balance and falls off on the ground behind as the statue crumbles into debris and dust at your feet. The shadowy figure flickers for a moment as if his form is starting to lose its shape and he stands up and you can almost feel as a pair of purple eyes glow in a flash looking your direction it is clef's turn oh yeah that's you that's me (laughs) 
What's happening? I think Clef is... Contemplating? I think Clef is close enough to get there this turn. Maybe not, though. Oh, no, you gave up an action to move at double speed, so yeah, maybe. But now there's no point in getting there because the statue's gone. Do you think that? Do you say that to your friends? Yes. Wait, what? I will say this aloud for the entire classroom. Yes? I'm pretty sure the statues should be destroyed. Okay. If you're destroying it or it's already destroyed? One of them is already destroyed. Rain has defeated one. In the <laughs> ruins. Black inside. In the okay. ruins of the statue, you can see that it doesn't just look like the stone is black. It actually looks like it's almost a different stone. Pick it up. Don't pick it up. It is still Clef's turn. My turn. So are you headed towards the statue that he was standing on? Yes. The cheetah. Mm-hmm. That has a small crack in it from Awen's initial attack. Yes. All right. You head that direction. What are you going to do? Smack it. What are you smacking it with? Clef pulls out a soup ladle. I will defeat you, <laughs> statue! Wait, wait. Do I have a soup ladle? Can I actually... No, I don't have a soup ladle. Maybe a pot. <laughs> I don't have a pot. Frying pan. I don't have anything. Okay, what are you doing? What are you pulling out? Do you have a dagger? Or oh, a sword? No. Or uh, are you going to do uh, magic? I'm pretty I sure just... that you could do <laughs> magic at it, being a, you know... Bard type. Do something. <laughs> I want to literally just smack it across the face. That's not gonna work. What if it did work? Oh my. I can tell you, as a brother, not a dungeon master, you could eventually do enough damage by smacking it in the face that it would do something. Oh my god. <laughs> oh jeez. You could knock its head off. You might die in that amount of time, but it could do something. <laughs> You could be dead, but uh, that would be worth it. Okay, I'm gonna do a stupid thunder wing. Thunder wing? Okay. The small form of Clef moving across the snow through the winds that are flowing through this courtyard area gets up towards this statue. And how do you do thunder wave as a bard? Do you use your musical instrument? Do you slap your hands together? Do you pull out a drum and hit it? What makes your thunder wave happen? No, I smack it over the face. So just your face, your fa your your big open-fisted palm slaps into the statue and it resounds with thunderous energy booming throughout the courtyard. I forgot how to do this. <laughs> do I need to look up thunder wave for you? Yeah. I think it's like 2d8 damage or something. Maybe. I should write this down. That is a first level spell. It is 2d8 damage. Thanks. That's not a d8. That's a d10. And this is a d20. That's a four. And that's a three. Wow, I'm so good at my job. Woohoo. What did you say that was? Seven? Or, yeah, seven total? Yes. Neem, you smack into this statue in this thunderous wave. Why Neem? Neem didn't do anything. <laughs> Sorry, I looked down the list to see who was next. Clef, you smack into this statue. And this wave of thunderous energy explodes out from where your palm contacts the stone. And for some reason, it seems to have 
way more impact than you were expecting as the statue crumbles to the ground. Pieces are falling all around you. They're blasted backwards 20 feet by the thunderous force of the explosion of magical energy coming out of you. The cheetah pillar is destroyed and that purple lightning crackles and splinters and you see two shards of it go shooting towards the shadowy figure who seems to suck them into his being. Dang. There are now two spinning, kind of swirling lightning things running around the shadowy figure. Not nice. <laughs> Seeing you do this, he disappears in a lightning pole and reappears at Clef's feet. Again. Oh, that'll do. Oh no, he said something good. That's bad. This katana shrouded in the two purple lightning bolts that have been swirling around the figure streaks through Clef's tiny body. I'm assuming a 24 will do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah, a 24 will definitely hit your armor. This is how I die. So you may be wondering how I got into the situation. This is the story of how I die. Clef, (laughs) you feel like nine... Ten points of lightning damage have coursed through your body. I don't like that. This does not feel good. Stop it. (laughs) Cease. And as the figure swipes at Clef with one hand, a shadowy hand appears out of the form of the figure and throws another one of those black lightning balls back towards Neem. But... Not paying attention, it goes wide and sails off into the roiling storm that surrounds you. I imagine it just hits some random guy. <laughs> Somewhere off over in the village, someone goes, Ow! Where did that come from? <laughs> somebody fired into the sky and it fell down and killed somebody. Neem, now it is your turn. Alright, so I'm gonna I'm going toward the lizard. How close am I to the lizard? Let's see, I'm trying to figure where were you last? I was about 30 feet away, I think. I think you were about 30 feet away. So the problem with being 30 feet away from the front row of statues is that the back statue is towards the temple building. It is the furthest away from where you started. It is, I'm going to say, 60 feet from where you are now. Oh, man. You can double move to get there faster. And you'd get there this turn, but you wouldn't be able to attack. Or you can just move and throw something. You've got throwing axes and that sort of thing still at your disposal. Alternatively, if you get to the guy who is roughly 30 feet away, you could attack him directly. So I should use a double move and get right in front of him for next time? It's up to you. If you're headed to the statue, you can double move to get there right now, but you won't be able to attack it till next time. If you're headed for the guy, you can get to the shadow figure that's by Clef now. I can't do anything to the guy. Mm, okay. Every time I throw, every time I throw a, a spear or a, anything... It, it just goes, goes straight through him. So I'm going to go for the lizard. Um, I could go halfway and throw one axe, maybe? You could do that. And take a chance with the dice? Wonderful idea. The dice are always right. Yeah, well, let's try that. Neem charges through the snow, drawing out one of his throwing axes and flings it forward towards the remaining statue. I'm going to throw the dice. Tell me what it rolls. It's a 20. It is a (laughs) 2. The dice hate us tonight. The axe gets swept up 
into a blast of arctic wind that goes from one side of the battlefield to the other. It's like dark snow is protecting the statue as the axe gets sent sailing wide off beyond the temple building. And you never get your axe back. Oh my god. I hate these dice. (laughs) Awen, you are upon Rain's back. How far away am I? Well, you were at the statue of the crocodile. No, you were at the yeah, you were at the crocodile. The other two are over by the cheetah. So you are about forty feet away from the remaining statue of the lizard type creature that you have never seen before. I like how Clef is spending her downtime playing on her phone instead of planning for how she's gonna save her friends. Because they don't need help. Well, I suppose I suppose his his friends, if I do it right. Well, just come to me, says Clef. <laughs> it's fine. They got it. They got this. Yeah, they got this, man. All right, so I guess I will go to the remaining statue. Yes. And we'll greatsword it! Do you say anything to Rain? Uh, Rain, to the cheetah! Lizard, but okay. Yeah, it's the oh. lizard. Oh, I thought it was the cheetah. No! Did no. he say they were by the cheetah? <laughs> no, the, your friends are by the cheetah statue that they just destroyed. Oh. The um, the last statue is the lizard statue. But yes. you tell Rain to take you to the remaining statue of the weird-looking lizard thing. And the chukacabra! <laughs> Rain flaps his wings. Her wings? I think it's a dude. <laughs> Flaps their androgynous wings to <laughs> carry you through the air to the remaining statue. Isn't that a Lego movie reference? <laughs> Roll your greatsword attack. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I get that reference. <laughs> and that's also a Do reference. I still have inspiration? You do. It sticks with you until you need it. Well, thank goodness, because... <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I need it. Uh, 11. I want to inspire myself. Plus uh, four, so. 15. You fly through the air. You're holding on with one hand to Rain's feathers now. You draw your great sword from your back. And as Rain flies past the statue, you come down in a great sweep and your sword slams into the stone. Roll damage. <laughs> Roll damage. I'm going to have to sharpen that baby up again. Nine. Cleaving into the stone like butter. You... Yeah, if I can use words instead of just sound effects. You carve a chunk out of the statue. A big piece off the left side just falls down, revealing this almost crystalline-looking structure that seems to have formed inside of the statue, perhaps because of this dark, shadowy energy that is permeating this entire area. Like a geode? Yeah, kind of like a geode inside, but like one big geode crystal. Hmm. Interesting. It's Rain's turn. All right. Uh, Rain will... Uh, wait, there's no more statues. We killed them all? No, it's still there. You just carved a big old chunk out of it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> all right. Uh, we will do the, 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 the claws, was it? Or was I supposed to be doing the beak? Just the beak! The beak! Beak is 1d10 plus 3, claws is 2d6 plus 3. All right. 
Uh, I roll a 12 for Rain. For Rain's attack, you rolled a 12? All right. Roll Claws or Beak. Which one? The 10. All right. Five. Plus three? And Or did you already include the three? Uh, no, I have not included the three. Five plus three. So what is that? Another eight? Yes. Did you do nine or eight? What? Did you do nine or eight? I don't remember. Eight damage. For you and eight damage for... Oh, no, I did nine for me. Okay, nine plus eight. All right. As rain swipes at the other side of the statue as you swirl around to the back of it, he takes out another big chunk, but the statue remains standing. Clef, it's your turn. You're about 40 feet away from the statue that you are trying to kill for some reason. I don't know why you guys want to kill these statues so bad. (laughs) Is this the plot twist that we've been doing this for nothing instead of the guy? We want the rock that's inside. Tried to hit him one time and you're like, oh, well, obviously I just can't do any damage to him. I better kill these statues. I could kill the statues. Let's take the rocks out of the inside. Let's get that G. The statues have health bars. We better destroy them. (laughs) We want to get that rock out of the inside. It's got some kind of special power. We can give it to Clef. (laughs) Clef, what are you going to do? The shadowy figure is standing in front of you with two floating orbs of lightning balls, like, dancing around him. <laughs> or them. Can't really tell. They're shadowy. Them. <laughs> you don't know who this weird-looking, kind of Easternish style fighter could be. You're just a bard from the Feywild. Why would you have any idea who that could be? <laughs> What are you going to do? You only got little legs. You can go 25 feet towards it. You said it was useless. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and there's a bad dude standing right there. So if you try and go past him, who knows what could happen. (laughs) You just ruined my day. I I should know better than to throw in any twists at all on her turn because it just shuts the game down. We're not playing for the next 20 minutes while (laughs) Jessica decides how she's going to process this new information I gave her. Ah, What will I do? Hey, I can make it it worse. What if I did that to throw you off because you really are doing the right thing, but I don't want you to think you're doing the right thing, so I tell you not to do that thing because obviously you're wasting your time because that's what a dungeon master might do. Who knows what the right solution to this problem is? Inconceivable! The right solution is to do nothing. Oh my gosh. There's a dude in front of you who just hit you for damage and you're just going to be like, yeah, bro, it's cool. Just turn aw- Just go away. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... No? You can use the dodge action, which would let you dodge and following attack. It would give disadvantage to an attack that they make against you. Actually, all attacks made against you for the next round because you're, you know, juking. Juke, juke, juke. Just going to describe it as you're dancing. Just dancing between the sword swings as they come at you. <laughs> okay, sure. I'll do that. Okay. Going to do that. You don't want to disengage and run towards the statue? No, I don't. I'd prefer to not get smacked. I can't, I can't, well, if you disengage instead of dodging, then, like, you wouldn't. Anyway, okay. You start, you start dancing. Dancing in the snow. Be like, come on, bro. Come on. Come on. I got this. Uh Uh-huh. Come on. Suddenly, I'm Star-Lord. Didn't you know that's what he was doing? He was using the Dungeons and Dragons dodge ability. 
he was just flavoring it the way he wanted. He was just dancing. It's a dance-off for the you know, fate of the universe. Anyway, so Clef starts dancing. The shadowy figure in front of you disappears. But the orbs that were dancing around him don't disappear. Instead, they streak off in two different directions, headed for your friends. One heads towards Rain and Asharis. The other, or sorry, Rain and Awen. The other one heads towards Neem. And then the figure reappears at the top of the statue. Which statue? Well, the only statue that's left. I'm going to keep dancing, boy. Yes, the lizard statue. Hmm. This is terrible. Yeah. This is- oh, actually, I wrote that a different way. Ah. All right. Awen and Rain both take two damage. And Neem, you take, or yes, Neem, you take one damage. Mm. As these lightning balls streak past you, you can feel the energy crackling on them as they go to rejoin with the shadowy figure that's standing across atop the badly damaged statue. Now it seems he's defending the statue! He is brandishing his big katana that has these balls of energy dancing around it. It is Neem's turn. Well, I still want to attack the lizard statue and steal the rock from the inside and take it to keep him from getting it. Okay. So So can I throw an axe now? Well, you're close enough that if you take your big axe out and run forward, you'll be able to just hit it with your big axe. Let's do that. All right. I'm going to just slam him with the big heavy axe, and I've got my uh, barbarian rage going. All right. Six. I did that's 12. Okay. Neem charges through the snow, pulling out his great axe off of his back, holding it in two hands with a barbarian charging scream. He slams the axe into the statue. Roll damage. Is that the four four dice? No. It's It's a D12. It's the weird looking one that you don't use very often. D12. The small yep. looking thing, huh? A six. Plus your strength. Four. As the axe head slams into the side of the statue, the whole thing comes down like a tree, slamming into the ground and breaking into a dozen pieces, the lightning energy swirling within it, bursting out, and and conjoining <laughs> with the shadowy figure as they fall down onto the ground behind the statue. Cool. Now there are three balls of energy swirling around him. Hmm, darn. That lightning energy stops moving for a moment. The figure seems to vibrate for a moment with the concentrated power before you hear... And he explodes! He explodes? Lightning is dancing all around! Whoa. Everyone, make a dexterity saving throw! Uh oh. Is that a d20? Yes. I got a 15! 16! Thank you! 13. Alright, no one takes any damage. Roll for rain! Roll for rain! Rain's gonna die? Yeah! Yay! Rain's dead! What'd you roll? Five. Ah! Rain is not having a good day at making these deck saves. Rain takes two more lightning damage. As one of the arcs singes across his wing. 
Yikes. The lightning energy that had been making kind of crackles across the doorway to the temple when you first came in seems to still be there, though. You're not sure what's going on until a moment later, rising out of the ashes and the rubble around this battlefield, there are five cloaked shadowy figures. Okay. The battle's not over! Good night. I'm leaving. None of this. I'm not... No, this isn't... Mm-mm. See you later. I think she's taking a pee break. I'm not really sure. Yeah, that is actually what I'm doing. <laughs> That's my excuse to go to the bathroom. It's too much. <laughs> Just can't handle it. <laughs> can't handle it. Five shadowy figures. Oh my god. She doesn't need to handle it. Awen, it's your turn. Okay, so where are the shadowy figures in comparison to me? They're actually not all like clumped together right in that spot. They're actually split up around in a circle where these three statues were. So they're kind of... They're surrounding us? They're all still 40 feet apart in that circle where the statues were. There is one by each of the statues in the rubble, and then like two more that are kind of out in the open. Whichever one is closest to me! So there is one just at the base of the, where the statue was right by you. Yes, that is the one I shall hit. All right. Sword out. Hmm? Don't right? Sword. What are you going to hit it with? I was thinking about what if I use sacred weapon? Of course, that, I think that says it's one action, which means then I can't hit it, right? <laughs> what does sacred weapon do? Magic weapon glows, and you add your charisma to the damage. Does it last for, like, a while or something? I don't know. It doesn't say anything about that. <laughs> All I've got is left feet. It's just on your character sheet that it's a sacred weapon? Yes. Great. What? I'm terrible. We'll have to look that up later. Um, yeah, we can let that go. You can do that. You can imbue your, your weapon with sacred paladin energy. I think it does. I think it lasts for a while. Or maybe, because it, it can't be an action if it doesn't last for a while. Why would you do it and then never get to use it? So you can do that if you want. You could have Rain make his turn after you, or you could do something else, and I'll look it up for next time. Are these fiends or undead? Roll a uh, history. No, roll a d20. Just roll a d20. 11. You feel like this is some kind of magical construct. Well, we figured that already with all the sparks flying around. All right, I'll just attack them. All right. You swoop down out of the air with Rain and make an attack. Fifteen. Fifteen, she says. Plus the stuff? Mm, yes. Uh, my dex. Strength or dex and your proficiency. So it, then it's plus six. So then it's 21. With a 21, your sword s- streaks through this figure. Let me... Ooh, um... Yes, your sword streaks through the figure. Roll a d20. You mean damage? Oh, yeah, sorry. Roll your damage. Uh, I rolled a 10, so what do I add to it? You rolled a 10? Well, there's two d6s. Okay, so you rolled a 10 with two d6? Yep. And you get to add your strength. Four. So it's 14! 14. Oh, no, I need this thing. The shadowy figure poofs into smoke. Kind of like in Star Wars when they kill Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. Hmm. That's cool. 
Interesting. It's Rain's turn. There is another one about... How dead is Rain? Rain is at... Oh, I forgot to add that. Rain's at nine, so at half. Rain's got some, some missing feathers and he's kind of limping as he flies. All right. Attack, Rain! So there's one about 30 feet away over by towards the crocodile statue. All right, we'll go there. All right, you go there and make an attack with Rain. I rolled a 12. Uh, plus two. The shadowy figure kind of ducks out of the way of Rain's uh, bite attack as he swoops past in the air. Oh, man, so we missed him? Rain appears to have missed his target. Uh-oh. Clef, it is your turn. Oh, jeez. I have to stop dancing. <laughs> you are standing by the broken crocodile statue, and one of these shadowy figures has appeared right where you're at. So, like, the dude was there, and then he didn't attack you, and he ran away to go save the statue. The statue died, and then another one just appeared in front of you. Totally different, but same guy. <laughs> like a clone. Hmm. <gasps> like the mirror thing? Shadow clone jutsu! Hmm. What are you going to do, Clef? Uh, I want to stab him with a dagger. For the first time this fight, Clef pulls out a dagger. <laughs> a weapon! A weapon! He has a weapon! Amazing! Roll to do something with your dagger. And it's a 19. Look at that. Oh my god. And it's a three. What does the half thingy maboop? What what does the twenty slash sixty mean? That's if you throw it. Mm. Oh, if you throw it. Well, yeah, it's a three then. Okay, so you rolled a d six plus your strength or dexterity. It's a d four. Oh, you're right. It's a d four plus your strength or dexterity. Plus another three. So you rolled a three plus a three, which is a six. Yay! I warned you. Clef pulls out a dagger for the first time today and stabs it into the shadowy figure before him. And also for the first time today, it doesn't go through him. Instead, you see a purplish dark substance drip out of his body onto the ground. And you see in the face a silent scream as the four figures all disappear into the ground and then explode back out to four new positions. What? We'll find out how our party deals with this unique and challenging threat next time on D&D Tonight. That's just irritating. So you stabbed it and it disappeared and reappeared somewhere else? And I don't like Not it. Not fair. Me. That's big stupid. Hey, I have 15 things on my poster board. Hmm. So what did everybody think? You solved my puzzle of pillars. See, I was right and he lied to me. <laughs> and now I never will trust this man again. Hmm. Fred. Interesting. <laughs> Jeez, man. Come on, dude. Well, I think it sounds like you had fun regardless, so I'll lie to you some more. Stop lying to me! It makes me feel bad. Bad. Well, I'm glad you had fun. 
I can't wait to see all of Dad's pictures up on the website of this one. Bunch of statues and crazy shadowy figures and lizards. And... Hey, listeners. Can't get enough D&D Tonight? Check out our website at dndtonight.com. There you'll find fun character art and other hobby-related articles. Did I get a rule wrong? Or want to just let us know you're enjoying the show? Email Derek at dndtonight.com. That's D-E-R-E-K at dndtonight.com to let me know your thoughts. Thanks for listening!